Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A quick reminder, uh, again, that this is Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. Mark Willard and Joe Shasky. Rate, review, subscribe. We bring you two episodes a week. All right, just want to whirl around with a couple of players who've had some interesting things go on, and we were just talking a little bit about Joey Bart, and I wonder, you know, to to what level, because it has looked a little better, we've never had any concerns about the defense. In fact, feels a lot better with him defensively back there over Austin Wins, for example. So uh, you've never had any concerns on that end, and the fact that he did, you know, he hit a home run a couple of games ago, He's had a lot more loud contact and maybe even more importantly, just a lot of contact like the automatic strikeout thing for the moment doesn't seem to be there. Are, are, are we are we back on the Joey Bart train at all just because of the last week and a half too soon? What no, I'm I'm really encouraged. I, I think the yeah, at bats, my eyes are telling me they look better. And then the number one thing, the home run was beautiful. It was so cathartic for him. I mean, he needed that so bad. It wasn't a pull job. It was right back up the middle as into dead center field, which has kind of been one of my big issues with him in the sense of use the whole field. Why are you trying to pull everything? It felt like he was stepping out, going toward third base, head was coming up. The at-bats just look better for me. And you are 100% correct. I didn't realize it till he left. The drop-off defensively is is precipitous as they like to say so i'm i'm loving where he's at right now would i like to see him put the ball and play more would i like to see some more you know doubles and and go the other way absolutely it's a work in progress but i'm extremely encouraged mark what about you yeah well a couple things on 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 that which is you know you bring up him not going the other way which is a head scratcher uh, because we know he can do it when he came up he was doing it a lot uh, we've seen it certainly in spring training. This guy has tremendous opposite field power. So that's a weapon. And especially coming off of years of Buster Posey, who quintessentially used to send the ball out to right yeah. field all the time. Um, he, I, I would love to see them work on that with, with Joey. Uh, you know, use all fields. Don't be trying to hit a home run on, on every single uh, at bat, uh, because I think really some really good power to the right side uh, would come from that. The defensive side, you mentioned he, he's he's tremendous back there. Here's one thing I'm looking at that going forward. I mentioned earlier that sometimes we as fans put controversies into the players' heads, right? Like he must be furious that he's being pinch hit for. Well, I don't know. 
I don't know. I know that guys have raved about this clubhouse and this staff both last year and this year. But I do wonder for a young guy who is clearly confidence shaken based on this year. He's searching. When Whenever you get late in a game and the game is close, the Giants yank him. And I wonder how that affects him. I don't know. I'm not going to put controversy in his head. Yeah. But I, what I'm looking for next is that the Giants are confident enough in what they're seeing to say it's a big moment in the game. There are runners on base. The game is tied. And we think you're the guy to go untie it. Um, and wouldn't, you think, words, wouldn't you think he'd have to, to – spot right. where he's not being fed with the yeah. idea that we all think you're about to strike out. That's yeah. what I'm looking for next. Yeah, to me, that's something that he's going to have to earn over a couple of weeks stretch yep. with good at-bats that just look better. Forget the data. Like, I, at some point, they're going to – because it's not like it's not like Austin wins his data is just knocking the, the cover off the ball. Yeah. But, like, at he's, some he's point, I want to see – He's a yeah, dude. yeah. I want to see just – consistent good at-bats where he's not getting overwhelmed. At one point, he was an automatic swing through. I mean, that's just what it was looking like, like four pitches, five pitches, and sit down. Well, the at-bats that I'm seeing as of late, I think that that's going to happen, but you've got to earn it. You don't want it handed to you at some level. Like, I, I hear people bat him in the two-hole, bat him here, bat him there. You don't want to feel like you're handing it to him. You want him to earn it through at-bats earlier in the game that earn the trust of the manager and well, his teammates. Well, and and right now you, you're still in that spot, though, and, and remember what Farhan pointed out when, when he was on with regard to uh, what the norm is, what the average is in terms of catcher output around the league. It's, yeah. it's terrible. So there are a lot of teams that are putting lineups out where they're not getting anything out of their catcher. So whenever he gets something going, maybe you look at it as a bonus. You kind of already do with wins to a degree. We did with Casale as well. Um, if the Giants can just get what they've gotten from him over the last yeah. week and a half, I'm incredibly satisfied. And I got to think that they would be too. Yeah. Um, and – when Casali went down because of this dynamic, we all thought this was going to be a disaster. It was like, oh, my gosh, like, what are they going to do? Are they going to recall Bart? That would be a mess. Are they going to sign somebody else? Well, they did recall Bart, and it has not felt like no. it has caused them a problem. In fact, if you really look at the moment he arrived, let's go to the third game in Arizona on the road trip. He gets the big yeah. hit that wakes them up. And their record from that moment, quick math, what, five and three? Yeah. And, and the best baseball they've played in, in a month by far. So, and the pitching looks back, good. Yeah. His arrival back to the team yeah. has actually been right in line with them playing a lot better. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
It's good. It's not a coincidence to me. Like he, he just, he looks really under command there. I don't know if you were watching there doing the pitch calm thing. When there's a guy get on second base, the synergy between him and Logan Webb is really there. Like yeah. I noticed Logan Webb and him they're you know, yes, no. Like it was really quick. It wasn't like staring down at each other. I, I think that there's obviously something there. I'm fired up for tonight. Cause you know, Rodon versus Corbin Burns. I don't know when Let's you're going to be up. listening to this. That's going to be a great matchup. Take the under. That's, yeah, that's I like. My, I heard that today. My, take the under, brother. Six and a half. Um, uh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Take the under. Yeah, I think both of them will pitch well. Um, the Giants always have trouble with Burns. So yes, he's uh, a beast. So, so we'll see. Hey, uh, before we jump, Jake McGee with an unconditional release. We saw the DFA. Now it's an unconditional release as of today. Sure, he'll get picked up somewhere for sure. Fascinating comments from Susan Slusser of the Chronicle, who tracked down Jake on a phone call. Didn't really have anything bad to say about the organization at all. He simply said that it was frustrating that for whatever reason, he would go five or six days sometimes without pitching. And he's not someone who feels like he can succeed that way. He needs to pitch a lot. We saw him do that last year and he pitched great. So he probably has a point there. Um, But, you know, he said, look, I think they're trying to, they're trying to build some different things in the built bullpen, bring up some young guys, and I totally understand that. But there was one comment that I keyed in on that I think is really important for uh, for our fans and, and fans of this team to, to know. And he said, we had such cohesion last year, and that bullpen was so much fun. And the clubhouse, remember, we kept hearing about it, unmatched. And he goes, and I want everybody to know that this year – it's pretty close to that again. There is not mm. any uh, anyone pushing in a different direction. Team they, mutiny. They get along fantastic. Yeah. They, they still believe in what they're doing. And I do think that's important because so, the machismo for so many of us, it's like if you pinch hit for me in the sixth inning and I'm one of the, you know, six or $10 million players on your team, there's no way in hell I would take that. Well, the words we're getting from inside the clubhouse is that this team continues to be okay with it. Yeah, that, that's interesting, and I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I mean, that makes me feel a lot better because, look, I think it's fair to be skeptical of, oh, hey, all this yanking, and you got an older team, you got the oldest infield in baseball. What do these guys think about this? You know, it, it's a radical thing if you've been playing a certain way for 15 professional years okay and all of a sudden there's a new way of doing things and you guys start to not win games because when you're winning no one's going to complain but you lose a little here there your role gets diminished the mcgee thing's interesting to me because mcgee got brought in i didn't know if they were going to sign him as a closer but i looked at his like game logs i'm like this guy's got like 20 career saves he's not really a, a closer but he became one and we wanted him in the eighth inning really and then it just didn't really materialize and this year if we're looking at just lefty output, Garcia is a more diverse, better version of what you're hoping McGee to be because he throws a pretty high 90s fastball. He's got more of the breaking stuff. I just don't think there's a role for him right now. Well, I think, again, the uh, the nail in the coffin, and we mentioned it last week, the nail in the coffin is you're in Arizona. Duvall's throwing 37 pitches. True. You're in trouble. The bases are loaded. You need an out. And you go get Sam Long. And, and I and you know, if you're Jake McGee, you watch Sam head into the field, you're oh, like, man. I'm getting D F A in about four days. And he was right. He was right. Yeah. So that was the clue. And for whatever reason, the Giants, I think, feel like his his abilities 
um, were great last year, but for this particular team, they've, they've run their course. So uh, yesterday's game, as we go former Giants closers here, they obviously beat Mark Melanson. He gets the blown save. My God, inject all that into my veins. That jabroni, <laughs> he drove me completely that was, insane. That, was that the, guy. That was therapy um, for Giants fans. I saw uh, a lot of people, they're like, I don't even – I don't even care what happened is just to see Melanson blow something uh, to the Giants as opposed to for the Giants. That was that was a warm bath. Mark, I know this sounds crazy. <laughs> Armando Benitez in a Giants uniform had a better run with more saves oh, than Mark Melanson. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Yeah. Now, he didn't flip the ball over Felipe's head like Armando Benitez did, but he didn't want to stretch on opening day. And as far as I'm concerned, after opening day, after both of those things, blowing the yeah. save that Bumgarner rips bombs and then not stretching with the team after I gave him $65 million, Take a hike, bro. Yep, yep, yep. So good vibes only right now, but a huge series against yeah. the Brewers coming I'm up. So and when it's over is the next time you'll hear from us, which yes. we will have our end of the first half special for you coming up at the end of the week. So for Joe Shasky, I'm Mark Beautiful. Willard. This is Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe.